If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. To many around the globe, transforming lives into legacies. Live in Word with Pastor Mensa Otterville. It's time for the nation's biggest annual health and fitness event. Saturday, 28th March, will be a blast as we hit the road with Life Walk 2020. Join Pastor Mensah Otterbill and the International Central Gospel Church as we walk for life. Bring the entire family along as we exercise together and support a worthy cause. Life Walk 2020 starts and finishes at the Independence Square. Starting time, 5.30 a.m. prompt. Prepare to walk for 3 kilometers, 6 kilometers, 9 kilometers, or the full 12 kilometers. Life Walk 2020 is in support of the Mental Health Authority. Purchase your officially recognized walking tag at 10 Ghana cities from the nearest ICGC assembly. Buy as many as you can even if you're not walking for any reason. Wear your tag with pride as you support the delivery of mental health care in Ghana. Live Walk 2020 supporting mental health in Ghana. And now, today's word. Proverbs chapter 16 verse 26 in the King James Version or New King James Version, which is my preferred version, it says the person who labors, labors for himself, for his hungry mouth drives him. But I am not going to use the New King James Version. I like the NIV version of the same rendering of the same verse. And because most of you use New King James, I decided to print the NIV version. It says, the appetite of laborers works for them. Their hunger drives them on. The appetite for laborers works for them. Their hunger drives them on. I have taken the liberty to underline two words there. Appetite 
and hunger. A person's or a worker's appetite works for him and the hunger they have is what drives them on. Two words, hunger and appetite. The reason why people become excellent and others don't become excellent really in every field, whether it's excellence or godly or holy or righteous, whatever it is, is because of these two words. And I'm going to define them for you and show you how they work. The first one is hunger. Everybody say hunger. Oh, say it like you're hungry. Hunger is a desire for something to meet our need. When it is food, hunger for food, it's a desire to meet your need. When you're hungry for food, it shows in everything you do. Your eyes go red. You get up and you want to go and do something to earn money. Hopefully something good. It says here, hunger drives them. Hunger drives us. Hunger touches us directly. It's a deep need that affects us. It drives us to go out and hunt for something. The hunger drives them. So for somebody to become excellent in life, they must have a hunger for it. They must have a need for it. They must see it as necessary to be excellent. If you have no hunger for it, you have no desire to achieve it. So first thing you need is hunger. Hunger. The second word there is a word appetite. Appetite is the capacity required to satisfy us. The appetite of the laborer works for him or her. Having appetite is not only related to excellence. It's appetite for the things of God. Appetite for righteousness. Appetite for holiness. But in this sense, I'm talking about appetite for excellence. It could be appetite for self-improvement, for exercising, for good clothes. A person with appetite has high capacity high capacity. There's a difference between hunger and appetite. Hunger is a need in you that needs to be satisfied. Appetite is a capacity that needs to be filled. And I'll explain the two very quickly. Now, there are people who can complain of hunger. Hunger. Oh, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I need food. I need food. And when you bring them food to eat, and in Ghana, for most people, food has to be carbohydrate-based. It's fufu, kinky, rice is for dessert. (laughs) But the person can talk about, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I'm hungry. You bring them maybe a bowl of fufu with light soup and a lot of meat around it, the kind that we like, you know, are the meat sitting on top of the fufu. And he takes one muscle, two muscle, three muscle, four, eats a little meat, drinks a little soup, and he's okay. He's hungry, but his capacity, appetite is small. So hunger can easily be satisfied, but appetite is a totally different game altogether. So for a person to be excellent, they must have both hunger and appetite. They must have hunger and they must have appetite. So let me explain it a little further. Hunger without appetite. A person, there are people with with hunger but no appetite. They work hard for need, for their needs to be met, but they have no capacity for more. They work hard, but they are easily satisfied. When they get what they wanted initially, they get pleased with themselves. So, it's like the person who is so hungry, hungry, he takes a little bit of food and he's satisfied. He's hungry, no appetite. 
So, a person who is treating excellence like that is hungry for excellence. I, I want to be the best. The moment they get a little satisfaction, they are okay. He tops his class in an exam. He considers it the greatest achievement. Frames his class certificate. Puts it on a wall. And for the rest of his life, he's going to point to everybody. I topped the class. I topped the class. I topped the class. No matter the fact that now he's failing everything, uh, he, he, he will always refer to something he did in the past. Just because you get something done right once does not mean that it's going to be there in your life forever. So the problem is a lot of people have hunger but no appetite. So little, little things satisfy them. Little praise, little patting on the back, a little article in the newspaper. Somebody says something nice about them and that's the end of it. Their hunger has been satisfied but they have no appetite for more. People with hunger and no appetite. Then there are people with appetite and no hunger. People with appetite without hunger, they want more in life, but they are not ready to work for it. Each one of us is familiar with that situation. Sometimes it is us who have big appetite, no hunger. We talk big, but we are not ready to work for it. So, in life, you're going to find two sets of people sometimes. Those who have hunger, but no appetite. And those who have appetite, no hunger. Both are not right. A person who has hunger and no appetite easily gets satisfied. A person who has appetite and no hunger just talks big, big desire. I will do this, I will do that, I'm going to be this, I will be the best in the corner. But they never put in the effort to get the need done or what is needed done. When, if you've watched documentary films, and you know, I like watching documentary films, especially about animals. No matter how big a lion is, no matter how ferocious it is, if the lion is satisfied, an antelope can come and walk in front of him. He will not run after him. Because he's satisfied. The antelope can jump and say, hey lion, hey lion, and go scot-free. Because he's satisfied, he's eating. And he will not pursue what he is not hungry for. The same with life. When you are satisfied, you will not pursue anything. So if you think you are the best in your field, you are dead. Because you are satisfied. I am the best. Nobody is like me. Nobody can do it better. I am the best. And especially in this Awagana here. Where standards are so low, it is so easy to be best in a very short time. You know, I, I have observed different traits, you know, because my wife, you know, uh, is, likes doing her hair. Like most women do, and they go to salons and do their nails and do their face. And, and since we've been married, I can count the number of times my wife would mention a certain beauty uh, space. Whether it's a hairdressing salon or a beautician. And, she, and this is the best in Accra. All of a sudden, somebody sets up shop and they beat everybody. Within a year, they are the best. And then, so she goes there. The next two years, she comes and I say, oh, why don't you go to this place? Oh, no, they are no good again. Somebody else has come. And then next two years, somebody else has come. Somebody, and then I, finally she gets to the point. She says, I don't even know where to go again. <laughs> the point I'm saying, I'm making is that how come it, with somebody sets up a hair salon and within one year she's the best in Ghana because the quality is very low. But when that hunger is satisfied, I am now the best hairdresser in Accra. Without appetite, 
the person stays where they are and somebody else will come and overtake them. The problem with excellence is that people have hunger but no appetite. So our sound engineers would do well at a point but when the they have to raise up the game. They, they can say, oh, we, we know other churches. We are better than them. Even what I call bad sound here is excellent sound somewhere else. And when you think what is bad in your case is better than somebody, you are freezing yourself in mediocrity. Because not only must you have hunger, you must have appetite. If I think I'm the best preacher... I'm dead. I'm dead. If I take this job for granted, I'm gone. I've been preaching for over 40 years. I can tell you, I prepare more now than I've ever done in my life. I spend more time preparing to preach after 40 years than I was doing when I began. And, of, and to tell you the truth, I don't even preach for you. Because if I preach for you, I will reduce my standard. The people can easily make you say, oh, pastor is good, oh, pastor is good, oh, yeah, yeah, it's good, it's good, oh, it's good. But you must have your own internal appetite. And your own internal appetite that drives you to say, although they want me to be satisfied, I keep growing my appetite, I keep growing my capacity, I keep improving on myself. Whom are you trying to impress? Nobody. I just want to be the best that God can ever produce. It's called appetite. Everybody say appetite. Now for those of us in Ghana, if we limit ourselves to Ghana, our standards to Ghana, we will easily feel we have done much. Because believe you me, the standards in this country are very low. Very low. I will never forget when there was a, a popular musician in Ghana, I will mention his name. And he was a very good guitarist. Very good guitarist. So, you know, he wanted to go and play outside in another country I wouldn't mention. You know, because when you do this, people will do one, two, one, two, one, two, and know whom you're talking about. <laughs> so he traveled outside Ghana to go and play music. And years later, he came, and I was having a chat with him. I said, so what happened when you traveled? He said, Pastor, I couldn't play. I said, why couldn't you play? He said, the guitar I was playing, even high school, secondary school students were playing better. But he was the best here. He thought he was the best. He just went out and realized that the best was very low. He had hunger, but no appetite. If you're going to be excellent this year, in addition to your hunger... You must have massive appetite. Massive appetite. Massive appetite. Luke's Gospel chapter 1. From verse 51 and 53. This is part of Mary's Magnificat. When she praised God and magnified him for... The privilege of being the mother of the Savior. And in the Magnificat, this is what Mary, the mother of Jesus, says from verse 51. Concerning God. I want you to, to watch carefully what Mary says. She says, he, he God, Jehovah, has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has put down the mighty from their thrones and exalted the lowly. But verse 53 is what I want to focus on. Verse 53. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent away empty. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent 
away empty. There are two kinds of people he talks about. The first is the rich. The rich here talks about those who are already filled. They are already saturated. Some are so full of themselves. They feel satisfied with themselves. They are also called the proud and the mighty. There are people who have very little but feel very proud. Give themselves titles. Because we Africans love titles. Call themselves celebrities. Call themselves achievers. Heap praise on themselves. Promote themselves. They're so full of themselves. And God says, if you don't have any hunger and you are full, you feel complete, he will send you away empty. Because if you think you have excelled, if I think I, am, I have excelled, I have become rich. I have become full. And God says, there's no space for me to put anything in you again. I don't think I would say I'm the greatest person to use as an example. But I can say this confidently. I have never pre- come here, sat here with my message to preach and feeling confident that the message will go well. Never. I prepare every week when I start the week and start preparing, I prepare with anxiety, with worry. It may not work. I may miss it. I may not get the right message. And so I work and work and work. I was telling some pastors just for me to just study one verse of, of in the Bible. One verse I will read sometime between 20 to 200 commentaries. Just for me to clarify my thought about that verse. I'll study the word. I'll study the verse. I'll study the historical background. I'll, I will keep going because something in me says, yes, it, will, it went well the last time, but it may flop this time. And no matter what, I've, I've done this for 40 years. Never feel secure about it. Every time I preach, I have notes. About 13 pages of written notes. Most of it I've memorized. Now why don't I just come back and just rattle something? Because the day I become rich, full, satisfied, God will send me away empty. So you are top of your game, but have an appetite. You have no competition, but you must have an appetite. The reason why there are few excellent people in this world... It's because people easily get satisfied. The second group that Mary talks about is the hungry. The hungry. And that refers to those who yearn to be filled. They see their need and they seek to have their need met. They are hungry. Constantly seeking. Constantly desiring. Constantly hunting. Constantly going out. Paul, the apostle, was such a person. One thing I do, forgetting the things that are behind, I press on. David says, as the deer pants after the waters, so my heart pants for you. Constantly running, constantly seeking, constantly working. Because excellence is not a destination, it's a process. It's a path we have to follow. And look at what Mary says will happen to the hungry. He says, God fills them with good things. God fills them with good things. There has to be a hunger and an appetite for excellence. If nobody criticizes you, you must be your number one critic. Not critic to put yourself down, but critic to improve yourself. I've said many times that I can't listen to myself. I can't. I preach many messages. I can't listen. Because I'll be depressed when I listen to myself. Because anytime I listen to myself, I'm listening to all things you may not hear. I hear. 
I hear. <laughs> I hear. And I said, ah, why did you say that? Why, you, why your voice was too loud and you should have said it this way. You should have done it this way. You should have done it. By the time I'm through a message, I feel so bad. So I don't listen to myself. But not only do I not listen to myself, I don't read my books. Once I publish a book, that's it. I'm not going to read it. Because if I do, I'll see every mistake. Now people can tell me this is the best. That's what they think. But I see everything I did wrong. Now just because you don't see my mistake doesn't mean I shouldn't see my mistake. They, they are not, they, their level is so low, their standards are so low that your mistake, they will hail it. Hey, every, they, like we say in Ghana, every mistake is a new style. <laughs> every mistake is a new style. <laughs> what, what an observation. What an, a people who say every mistake is a new style. <laughs> oh, this excellence. This year will be a journey. <laughs> I'm telling you. So, in conclusion, what should be, what should we have hunger and appetite for? What should we have hunger and appetite for? What should be driving us in this year of excellence? What should be our hunger? What should be our appetite? Two things. One, be the best that God has made me to be. Be the best that God has made me to be. Not be the best I was trained to be. Not be the best in the system. Not be the best in the country. Not even be the best in my field. But be the best God has made me to be. God has created me with eternity in my heart. Eternity. It means that I have endless capacity. And my desire should be to fill the endless capacity. Be the best that God wants me to be. After you have all the accolades. And people have lifted you to the highest level. You are the best seamstress in Accra. You are the best hairdresser in Accra. Your tuozafi is the best in Accra. Your watch is the best. Your watch is, but you are still in the little corner there at Kokomlemle. Yes, people come and buy your watch, but you are still in a corner. Your kinke is still being sold in your mother's house. Yes, people drive to come and buy it, but you are nothing. You are absolutely nothing. You can be blown out. You are a tabletop person. People may praise you. But that's not what God wants to do with your life. He has far more invested in you. Be the best that God wants you to be. And when I start talking about the eye of excellence, we'll explore it further. But have this hunger. I want to be the best. Let praise fall on your back like water off the back of a duck. Don't let praise sink into you. And please, for your own sake, don't praise yourself. Because we have come, especially young people, they think the more you brag on them yourself, the, the better you become. Because, you know, they, they watch all these uh, uh, celebrities in America who do shows and self-promotion and self-promotion and self-promotion. So people are doing a lot of promote, self-promotion without any standard. Without any quality. They think the more they can talk about themselves, the better they become. No. The better you become, the more people will talk about you. Be the best. Second. Achieve all that God has made available to me. Achieve all that God has made available to me. If there is going to be any two things I want you to hold before your eyes this year, is these two. Be the best that God has made me to be, achieve all that God has made available to me. Be the best that God has made me to be. Achieve all that God has made available to me. Have a hunger for excellence, but don't stop with hunger. Develop 
appetite. There are human beings with appetite for food. I hope that appetite will translate into excellence. I'll never forget a time when, uh, you know, I saw a gentleman I knew very well and food had been served in front of him. This is years ago. And I look at the food and I'm wondering, is this even consumable? You know, the thing is heaped. I'd never seen anybody with such a heap of food. And he ate everything. <laughs> I remember once I was in the United States and, you know, I, I was with a, a group of people. And this guy was eating Kentucky Fried Chicken, KFC, the chicken. I'm telling you, he was eating, eating, he ate about 40 pieces or something like that. 40 pieces of chicken. And when he stood up, he was normal. <laughs> normal. I said, this is what you call capacity. <laughs> appetite. Not just hunger, appetite. Now, I want you to convert that into excellence. Convert it to excellence. Eat excellence. Expand your capacity. When people look at what, how you want to be the best, they should say, whoa, can she do that? It's too big. It's too huge. It's too demanding. But they will watch you become that. And after you've begun that, you heap up your plate of excellence again. And you eat it. And people look at you and say, oh, look at what he's doing. Look at the things he's doing. Look at how he's improved himself. And when they think you've achieved, you heap up the plate. It's called appetite. May the Lord give us in this year a hunger and an appetite for excellence. May your appetite never end. May you have a great insatiable desire inside you to be the best that God wants you to be and to achieve all that God wants you to achieve. Never be satisfied with what you have done, forgetting the things that are behind, that you will press on towards the mark of your upward call. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. It's time for the nation's biggest annual health and fitness event. Saturday, 28th March, will be a blast as we hit the road with Life Walk 2020. Join Pastor Mesa Otebil and the International Central Gospel Church as we walk for life. Bring the entire family along as we exercise together and support a worthy cause. Life Walk 2020 starts and finishes at the Independence Square. Starting time, 5.30 a.m. prompt. Prepare to walk for 3 kilometers, 6 kilometers, 9 kilometers, or the full 12 kilometers. Life Walk 2020 is in support of the Mental Health Authority. Purchase your officially recognized walking tag at 10 Ghana cities from the nearest ICGC assembly. Buy as many as you can even if you're not walking for any reason. Wear your tag with pride as you support the delivery of mental health care in Ghana. Live Walk 2020 supporting mental health in Ghana. Thank you for listening to Living Word. To interact with Pastor Mensah Otebil, like his page on Facebook. Follow him on Twitter at Mensah Otebil. Email otebil at centralgospel.com or call Plus two three 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 zero two six eight eight zero zero zero. The discerning ear in the spirit of radio bring loss of cheer. Sweet, sweet stereo. Oh boy, boy, oh boy, that must surely be joy. Give it to that is great joy. Yeah.
with our voices ready to magnify the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. It is indeed a brand new day, a brand new week, a brand new month. And of course, this is March. March is dedicated uh, here on Joy 99.7 FM as Ghana Month on Joy. And so, well, welcome to the Ghana Month on Joy 99.7. And of course, this is the reason is Jesus Joy 99.7. My name is Mike Niabosim. He just came through listening to another wonderful edition of Living Word brought to you by Dr. Mensor Tibel in the International Central Gospel Church. From the Title, Let's Be Hungry for Excellence. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is a powerful message. You should just get the tape. Uh, oh, I'm still sticking, get the tape. I'm just talking about... <laughs> I mean, just 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 get the downloads these days. That's what happens, right? Get the downloads, you know. Get the CD, and but you know, listen to it over and over and over again because it definitely will do something to your life, especially as a Ghanaian. To God be the glory. Thirty-eight minutes after seven, and you're welcome to the reason is Jesus on Joy ninety-nine point seven FM. First March edition, and of course, it is all Ghanaian music. I am not gonna, I mean, today there is no Travis Green, there is no Ron Kenoli, there is no, um, you know, mention their names, there is no Phil Thompson, there is there is nobody. It's it's all my Ghanaian brothers and sisters, and today I just want to magnify the Lord for their lives and that which they their contributions towards Ghana. We celebrate you all. Uh, musicians, you know, who who, who have taken the the gospel, you know, of Jesus Christ in music to the world. And I celebrate you on this particular day and throughout the month of uh, March. I want to make sure that we do only Ghanaian music to the glory of God. God bless you and welcome once again. My name is Mike Niebusi and this is your edition of The Raising is Jesus here on Joy. Sedana Hamilton. Thank you, God.
don't know what mood that Pastor Dosa Madlis took you. To be honest, oh Lord, it's another thing altogether. Find yourself before the throne of grace with the hands lifted, mostly with the eyes closed. Blessing and magnifying the Lord of our Lord, the Lord of our flesh, the Lord of our spirit. It is grace, it is mercies. You're worthy, Jesus. He alone deserves the glory and praise. Let's talk about the goodness of Jehovah to me. When I think about his goodness, all I want to say is that glory to his name. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.